everyone it is episode 37 of ain't that some shit with emma it is january 13th year of our lord 2024 happy fucking new year people my goodness i have let's see how many of these do i got i got like eight stories for you i'm gonna try to do them rapid fire trying to make my episodes a little bit more concise for you because it's just it's too much to get into the weeds so I'll give you the main points, and if you want to dive more deeply into it, be my guest. All right. <laughs> so last time I spoke to you guys, uh, states like Colorado and Maine were trying to remove Trump from the ballot. We have an election cycle coming up for president. I'm sure you guys are aware. Trump is leading in the polls, and now the Supreme Court has weighed in on the decision. Um, Colorado cannot have the name removed and multiple states like Illinois and Massachusetts are trying to remove Trump from the ballot. This is ridiculous. And just a few weeks before the presidential primaries in these states, Colorado, Maine, and Massachusetts uh, and Illinois, it's like, come on, come on. Everyone sees through this and they want to say it's because of the insurrection clause of the 14th amendment that fed that fu- he's not really a Fed, but he's an informant to the Feds. Ray Epps. He, go ahead, look him up. Ray, last name E P P S, was caught on video, the only one during that whole January 6th insurrection, being like, "Let's storm the Capitol," and then the word "storm the Capitol" was broadcast on every news media after. And when it was asked if he had FBI involvement, he's like, I'm not at liberty to say. Motherfucker, yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. And people who who just like walked in, took a picture and walked out, they're serving time. While this fucking guy, he was allowed to call into his hearing. Comfy as shit at home. And uh, let's, let's see here. I believe he got like time served. He got like probation, which is fucking stupid for all the shit he did. And he's on video. He's on video saying, let's storm the Capitol. Let's go in. Scheduled to be sentenced on December 20. This is old, though. Uh, Investigation did not reveal sufficient evidence that he entered it, but he was pushing for people to go in. There's a video where he's saying, Let's storm the Capitol. Let's go in. And everyone starts calling him a Fed because he is. Because he fucking is. Yeah. December 20. Uh, he should be in jail. 100%. I'm looking at all this stuff now. Sentenced to. Come on. Don't fail me now. All right. A year of probation. Motherfucker got a year of probation. Man, he cut such a good deal. I I'm upset. Anyways, that's that story. So Trump remains on the ballot. 
he has yet to be sentenced. Sure, they can bring indictments and all that stuff, but I mean, you can indict a fucking piece of cheese. It doesn't mean anything until charges are confirmed via sentencing. Okay. Now, the expert class is falling apart. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard about Anthony Fauci's admission in a closed-door House committee the other day. No? Well, just going to start this from the beginning. I was right, and people like me were right. The vaccine is shit. A lot of the um, parameters that were put into place, a lot of the guidelines that were told to us that's for our benefit, it's for our betterment, it's to keep us safe. We're bullshit. Bullshit. Big two-ton steaming piles of bullshit. Here. <clears throat> he first began by denying that he ever played a role in shutting down the schools in his country. That's bullshit number one. He was. He pushed for the lockdown and all that stuff, saying it would help excuse me, stop the spread. I had a little, um, what is it? Um, energy drink, half of one. I'm not supposed to have too much because I'm going to be due soon, but whatever, and gives me the burps. This sucks. All right, anyways, back to Fauci. Fauci's agency provided official guidance calling all schools to be shut down. And, of course, Trump didn't know any better. Biden didn't know any better. It was just like, well, I, I guess we got to do this. You know, it's it's our lives. It's our kids' lives. Everyone was terrified, and Fauci took advantage of this. He was Fauci was then asked about his infamous guidance that everyone needed to socially distance or be six feet apart. He later admitted that there was no science backing this up and that it was just speculated that it would help. You know how many businesses lost profit because they had to keep a limited amount of people from entering their building? Like, okay, we can only have 100 in the building, but if everyone has to be six feet apart, we have X amount of space, you know, square footage in this building that we can only allow 50. <laughs> Every business, school, and government building and airport had to put little stickers on the floor. You guys remember that? Be kind and social distance. And he admitted that he always knew that there was no data justifying this. Wow. The guidance just appeared miraculously. And, you know, six feet just made sense. You know, it could have been seven, could have been ten, could have been a hundred, could have been three. But no, it's just like, well, you know, if you have a hard enough sneeze, the arc in which the the particles shoot out of your nose is estimated six feet, I guess. Yeah, maybe. It's fucking stupid. And then when it was brought up, now this this is my issue. This is my issue. Herd immunity, naturally acquired immunity. The immunity you get to a disease when you come into contact with it, you get a little sick, your antibodies get kicked into gear, they copy the DNA of the virus, and it's, it's like putting wanted posters all over. Your body knows, kick this fucking germ's ass anytime it comes in again. Herd immunity works. And he admitted to lying to the public. Tony Fauci admitted lying to the public that he wasn't sure if herd immunity would work with COVID. <laughs> and that 
A vaccine would be the only way of reducing the threat of the virus. And somehow Fauci's threshold for herd immunity kept changing. He kept saying that a bigger percentage of Americans needed to get the virus before herd immunity would apply, but then that puts more people at risk. In a country where we have the ability to be outside, work outside, we have the access to food, we have access to vitamins and minerals and supplements and stuff like that. We are the country least at risk of dying from herd immunity efforts. We are the country at at the lowest risk of contracting the virus and having it wipe us the fuck out. So, <laughs> you remember when he was like, if you're questioning me, you're questioning the science. Fucking dictator Magoo. Anyways, yeah, I, I just wanted to bring that up because I... I was looked at like I had five heads and a fucking penis off of one of them when I told the medical director I was working with, I don't feel like taking the vaccine. I don't think it's um, efficacious. And at the time, I didn't have my, my son or, you know, I'm pregnant now again. And I was like, I don't know what that would do to my um, my fertility, my genes, my cells. I don't trust anything. I'm very particular with what I take into my body. And something experimental when it just it doesn't make sense and everyone's on board with it, just it didn't sit well with me. And <laughs> the second in command under the medical director, the medical director, he didn't say anything deliberately. He was just like, well, well COVID's real. So, you know, you might want to consider it. The fucking second-in-command, this heffalump kind of bitch, I, I'm not fond of her, I'm not going to blast her name on this, but she comes up to me and she's like, hey, so doctor, medical director, is pretty disappointed that you're not going to take the vaccine. Like, bitch, what? Excuse me, what? <laughs> it's, it, and she's so left-leaning, it's like, it's my body, my choice, though. I, yeah, anyways. Anyways, that soured my impression of anyone in the medical field who was like, you should take it, you should take it. But then it's like, but natural acquired immunity has withstood the test of time. It's been proven scientifically. You can see it under a fucking microscope how certain cells interact with viruses and what they do. And they, they take the DNA, they split it, they get the RNA, they copy it, and then they send out the fucking wanted posters throughout the body. We know this process works. And just to fly in the face of years and years of proven medical knowledge and be like, well, you should do this anyways because, you know, the threat is real. Every threat is real. <laughs> anyways, all right. So Fauci's in the hot seat, had this closed door admission. Um, and he was like the leading guy. Everyone was waiting for what the all-powerful, all-knowing, powerful Fauci was going to say. And things were changing back and forth, like the whole mask bullshit. Masks don't work. Masks work. Try two masks. Suck my dick. Whatever. Oh my goodness. Um, oh, I have another thing. So the Boeing F-37 MAX flight um, 
coming back, I think it was like Air Alaska, that the door just ripped off, right? And this kid's clothes were ripped from his body. He had scarring from the high power winds coming from the emergency door. You know that emergency exit row on the plane? You sit there, you can have some extra leg room, but then the hostess is like, the um, flight attendant asks you, all right, you're sitting here, You are. do you agree to assist in an emergency? And you say yes, whatever. I don't know the name of uh, the age of the kid, but it just says it was a kid. Had his clothes ripped off when the door just went off of the hinges within the first seven minutes of flight. This is when, excuse me, this is when the plane is, it's getting higher in elevation. It's accelerating in speed and it's increasing in elevation and the fucking door couldn't stand it. Here's what makes it even crazier. FAA inspectors, okay, the regulatory body that oversees all airplanes, all uh, mechanic licensures, make sure everything's in order. They were doing an inspection of these planes and found loose bolts. Loose, big ass fucking hardware. After this airline hired DEI personnel, diversity, equity, and inclusion personnel, these, I am over this. I am over this. This fucking quota shit has to stop. We need to put the best in their roles, not just checking a box. Oh, you have a different shade of melanin. Yeah, you can take this job, even though you only had a year experience. Fuck out of here. I hope the kid and his parents sue. Sue. Oh my goodness. Southwest Airlines had a, fl had a post on X, Twitter, whatever, that they deleted about their all-female flight crew. Oh, Southwest fucking Airlines. Did I tell you guys about their whole people of size? You, you can find this. People of size Southwest. If you are of a certain amount of pounds, like 300, whatever, you're, you can't really fly comfortably, you don't need to pay for an extra seat. No, you just show up to the gate, announce that you're a person of size. They will give you a complimentary seat, and they will kick someone off who rightly paid for it. So on Southwest, I don't know if I spoke about this before, but the, your seat's not guaranteed. Fuck Southwest. Honestly, I hope they go out of business. This is ridiculous. I was asking my husband if like, if they just have a whole bunch of fucking huge people, would that throw off the weight balance? No. Surprisingly, no. Those planes can carry a lot of weight. But they're not going to get the money for it. <laughs> the cost of... um. The flights or whatever the cost of seats is not going to balance out when you have someone taking up an extra seat or two, depending upon. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh. All right, now we move on to Hunter Biden. So he walked out. He didn't want to do the whole closed door hearing. He wanted to do an open right in front of the cameras. I don't... He, <sighs> he received a congressional subpoena to appear before them and answer questions and the thing is the reason that it is closed door and not open in front of the press is because 
they're still gathering data. So it's just like a police interrogation. You're suspected of a crime. It's just you and the police officer, maybe you, your lawyer, and the police officer, the detective, going over the facts and determining, do we have enough to press charges? The issue with having this go from a closed door to an open one with flash media and all this other stuff is that it can taint the case. If you were to watch a police interrogation as it was an actively going case and it was released for everyone to see, then by the time you go to the trial, the likelihood of a mistrial based upon influence, based upon the jury seeing the fucking video and making their interpretation or the news playing little clips out of context and being like, look, they're persecuting him as they're trying to prosecute. They're making him look a certain way or whatever. It's just... <sighs> it's done this way because you want to give the fairest trial possible. In order to do that, you need to go through the facts, all of them, in the most sterile setting possible without media involvement. And we know the media is, they're just fucking dick riding the Bidens forever. They had um, Joe Biden and Jill at the forefront. They, them saying that they're so proud of their son, his turnaround, he's going to rehab and all this stuff. And then like two weeks later, they find Coke in the White House. <sighs> yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. And you can't expect a left-leaning media with a left-leaning president to have an unbiased approach to the interrogation of his son. You can't. Even if, let's say, the roles were reversed. It was a right-leaning media and a right-leaning president, and then his son, let's say it was Donald Trump Jr., got in trouble. Everyone would scream that this is abuse of the system, that this is nepotism, that this is biased, that this just it just smells wrong all the way to Sunday, right? So, hey, we'll see what happens. Um, Hunter Biden just irks me, and like he he left during the middle of a hearing. He listened to the Democrat representatives talk or whatever, and they were super, super light on him. And then the moment that Marjorie Taylor Greene, rep Republican representative, I want to say she's from Georgia, I'm not sure. I think she is. But anyways, the moment that she was about to talk, he got up and left. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. And the Department of Justice is run by Merrick Garland, who is fucking Biden's lackey, refuses to pursue any thing that would go against the Bidens. It's, it's gross. Uh, all right. So, um, I mentioned before, I'm very particular as to what I put in my body, but here's the thing. I'm going to level with you guys. The use of THC, weed, cannabis, has had proven benefits, as long as you don't abuse or whatever. I will admit that I have partaken in the past, not while pregnant, no, uh, not when I started my job and everything, because um, they drug tests and all that stuff. But I have seen the proven effects in patients who require it for cancer mitigation, for appetite 
uh, encouragement. Some people need it um, for Parkinson's. It has been shown to delay their tremors, their tics, and actually allow them to operate as if they didn't have Parkinson's. It's amazing. Anyways, there has been a spread of illegal Chinese-backed marijuana farms across the U.S. Why am I bringing this up? It was Chinese laboratory scientists based out of Mexico who were mixing chemicals and distribute not distributing but creating the supply for the distribution of fentanyl across our border. I have yet to see of any reports of marijuana being laced with fentanyl but this is worrisome because they don't the Chinese they don't regulate anything they do properly. They didn't regulate Wuhan, the lab where the COVID virus came out. They didn't regulate well their own sweatshops where hundreds of people die and carbon emissions are just erratically thrown out there and then they want to be like, well, it's America's fault that we have climate change. Just, they are shady throughout. And there were major drug busts in New Mexico, Maine, Border Patrol reportedly identified 270 illegal marijuana grow operations that have ties to the CCP, to the Chinese Communist Party. People, if you're partaking, I get it, I'm not judging, just trace where your stuff is coming from. Maybe buy one of those test kits to see if there's anything in there. Keep yourself safe. It's, it's my opinion, it's terrible that this marijuana is still listed as a, you know, high level substance and all that stuff. I feel like more studies should be done and let it be regulated appropriately. Let us not have these fucking risks where illegal farms are springing up and we don't know what they're putting in it. We don't terrifying just like alcohol is regulated and there's certain tests and you know you need to have certain sterilization procedures you need to submit your reports to the government and ensure that you are abiding by those regulations so that people who consume this product are safe it's it's unregulated access for consumers to schedule one substances that is causing a lot of the deaths in our country from opioid to fentanyl and now marijuana might be tainted I I worry I worry because I have friends who smoke and I always ask them like so are you doing that Delta 9 Delta whatever the synthetic stuff or you're getting it from some guy down the road. They're usually getting it from some guy down the road where he gets it. I don't know. So I'm not a fan of big government and everything, but I do err on the side of if they're able to put regulations so that the products that are distributed are safe for consumption, fine. I'm on board with that. And yeah, seeing this scares me. And Chinese nationals have been purchasing large large areas of land to create these farms. I I don't have the confidence 
that they're being managed correctly, that these farms are ethically uh, managed, that the product that's being distributed is safe for consumption. I, I don't know, I worry. So I'm gonna keep an eye on this because, God, that would be terrifying that you know you and your friends go to light up or whatever you take one hit and there's something in there that fucking wipes them out terrifying all right let's move on <clears throat> here we go all washington public high schools are ordered to receive a supply of overdose kits amidst the fentanyl surge fentanyl and synthetic opioids Great. Great. They are distributing naloxone or Narcan. These, um, it's a drug that, you know, it's shot up the nose and instantly reverses. It rips the opioid from the system. Not fun. I, I've had a few patients who had to receive this in the ER and it's not fun. And it's not a pleasant experience, but I mean, you don't know. You don't know. And, and these kids, they get their hands on anything. Oh my goodness, I saw this um, expose where they get it over Snapchat. They get their access to fentanyl and drugs laced with fentanyl and synthetic opioids over Snapchat. So who fucking knows? So now, yeah, in the first eight kits of all these schools across Washington State, they're going to have naloxone, Narcan. Sure, it'll save lives, but we're like, how about we stop the fucking problem? How about we stop fentanyl pouring into states? I mean, that that leads me to my next story. <clears throat> Who's bringing it over the states? Who's bringing it over the border? They caught over a hundred Chinese nationals crossing over from Mexico into our border. What the fuck? What the fuck? Just openly coming in. And who knows what they're carrying to distribute among our children, to distribute among our youth, our young adults. Heck, even our old elderly adults who are like, well, I'm 60, I might as well enjoy my life, whatever. No one should die because of this bullshit. So the Texas National Guard has taken control of a public park where illegal immigrants have surged across the border amid the state's ongoing feud with the Biden administration over the border. Biden does not want to cut off the border, doesn't want to seal the border, says that they shouldn't. That is not okay or whatever. The Biden administration attempted to remove the barbed wire put up by Texas in the park to prevent crossings. Now, the Texas National Guard, deployed by... Um, Governor Greg Abbott, they're the ones holding up the border in Texas. It has become a state versus federal issue now because the state has a right to protect their own borders. They do. It's written in the Constitution. And the federal government cannot supersede. The federal government's not even protecting the country. That's in the Constitution as well to protect our border as a whole nation. So the fuck, it's, I know the reasoning, but the reasoning is flawed. The reasoning is like, we shouldn't stop, but they're coming over here for asylum. It's racist or whatever. It's like, it's not, it's not, it's a matter of safety. 
ridiculous. The Department of Homeland Security said in a legal filing that Texas had started restricting access to the park. On Wednesday, the filing asked the Supreme Court to immediately rule against Texas. Fuck you, Department of Homeland Security. You're not doing anything to protect its people. And the, the border states get the most shit when the legals come over the border and children end up missing, women end up assaulted, violence in the streets, stabbing and all this shit. And it's like, oh, and, and drugs and unregulated, harmful drugs. You know, kids don't know what the fuck they're doing. They think that they're just going to get high and, and they don't they don't make it to the next day. So there's this ongoing fight between Texas, fucking Texas, Lone Star State, and the Biden administration. We'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Governor Greg Abbott put out a tweet saying as caravans of migrants are moving through Mexico towards the US border, we are making it clear that Texas will be a tough place to cross. Fuck yeah. Good. All right. <sighs> Here's an example. Oh. In Texas, people are calling for the death penalty because seven men allegedly gang raped two toddlers in a mall in Texas. Arthur Hector Fernandez, who worked at the mall, was taken into custody late last month after the ACCCE, the Australian Center to Counter Child Exploitation, contacted the FBI in early December to report that they had discovered disturbing videos of child sexual abuse posted in private forum on the dark web. Fernandez abused one of the young children in a public restroom. He allegedly had access to the child because he was friends with the mother, who also works at the mall. She would also leave her daughter with him sometimes. The videos included the sexual assaults of two small children ages two and three and involved at least six other men. The citizenship of these six other men are not determined. Arthur is said to be a card-carrying citizen. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, they're all not American citizens, but it doesn't matter. It's just, in this particular story, that this is, this is insane. There are way, way too many people just passing through people who have been deported for multiple crimes before like this is not their first rodeo for whatever they've done um, I can pull up several stories of men who were deported because they assaulted or they killed or they maimed or they did something and then they're found again anyways Uh, uh, Representative Dan Crenshaw of Texas 
The only thing he said about the news story on X or Twitter, death penalty now. I agree. All these men should be identified and put to death because children ages two and three, they can't communicate. They don't know what's right and wrong. They just know that they were hurt by adults. And, and I mean, during that age, they are supposed to be learning trust. They're supposed to be understanding that the environment around them is either safe or not safe. That's it. And fucking around with their development, harming them at that stage will mess them up for life. I I hope, you know, the best case scenario is that they repress this that the kids do have a normal life or then maybe when they're an adult and they start having difficulties with relationships and making commit uh, connections that is disclosed to them and they get help. This is terrifying. It really is. It's, it's fucking, it's toddlers. The fuck? It's toddlers and these, these six men who they don't know who they are. They don't know if they're American citizens or not. Like, that's fucking terrifying. All right, another story. In, I want to say, Brooklyn. Let me see. Uh... New York City moves thousands of illegal immigrants to a high school gym due to high winds forcing students to switch and remote and go to uh, remote learning. Yep, Brooklyn's Floyd Bennett Field to James Madison High School was repurposed to house illegal immigrants, and all the kids were sent home to do remote learning. Yeah, because remote learning benefited everyone in the past, right? That was when we saw really what the fuck teachers were teaching their kids and all this ridiculous bullshit. I just, I would be out of my mind as a parent. I mean, I'm, I'm very involved in my kids' schooling now. And (laughs) if I had to be told like, hey, we're switching to remote learning because the school's going to be repurposed to house illegal immigrants. It's just like, the fuck, what? What? <laughs> oh my goodness. So AOC is in the hot seat. She's being asked, are you okay with the school being used for a shelter? And she's like, you know, I think it's, again, this is not my district. Wow. Wow. I just I'm I'm stunned like that's your answer Uh, New York City Republican Councilwoman Ina Vernikoff said our public schools are meant to be a place of learning and growth for our children who are never intended to be shelters or facilities for emergency housing not only that housing and sheltering illegal immigrants when there are thousands of homeless people in New York. Homeless American citizens. 
our own people who need to be taken care of, especially now as the winter, you know, is, is rolling through. It's, it's a slap in the face to every homeless person, citizen, veteran, someone who's down on their luck, lost their house because of inflation. They don't know where to go and fucking you're second class in your own country. I mean, okay. When I first read this story, I was like, geez, but you know what? They could have done something even worse that would have made my skin crawl. At least the kids are sent home. Yeah, they're <laughs> the kids are not going to learn anything. They're not going to do the distance learning for shit. But at least they'll be relatively safe. <laughs> imagine, imagine if whatever high school you went to, whatever school you went to, if the four-story school they split in half where floors three and four where it was a shelter and floors one and two were for you and your classmates. You know how terrifying that would be? How much of an uptick in crime against children we would see? And also, once they're done, once they clear this place out, right, and they remove all the illegals and they go somewhere else, how well are they going to clean this school? There's going to be drug paraphernalia, weapons. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck they would find. But I seriously doubt that New York is going to pay for a thorough deep cleaning of this school once those people are gone. They're not going to pay for corrections officers to do a sweep and check every potential hidden compartment where something could be left. And then a child finds it. Then what? Sorry, this is where my mind goes, because you you don't know what people will do. People who have nowhere to go, they have no hope, they're just being taken in. I mean, they, they shouldn't have been put here, and I'm sure they know that they're not wanted. And what do you do when you're in that level of stress and depression and all that stuff? You succumb to your vices, more often than not, whatever that includes. That's no place for a child to be. That's, oh God, a school, why the fuck did, why not use all of those empty business offices where everyone is doing, you know, work from home? Why not use that shit for shelter? Why a fucking, I don't know, fucking school. Ah, ridiculous, these fucking people. Anyways, that was all I had for you today. I hope you had a happy new year and look forward to the craziness that will be coming, especially with the election cycle. Oh, I have watched a few more of, um, Vivek's uh, interviews and his feedback and stuff like that. You know what? He's slowly winning my support. I, I'm i not seeing him flip-flop as much now. Seems like he's found himself. Okay. And here, people can change their minds. It bothered me that he wrote a book and some of the things he said was contradictory to what he's saying now. I'm going to leave it alone. 
And moving forward, I'm just going to keep an eye and be like, all right, that's on message, that's on brand, that's okay, fine. Because Nikki Haley is not looking good. She's not. She was at a award uh, ceremony, not awards, she was getting like $300,000. And she, uh, her team had issued a script for all those reporting to ask questions from. They were approved questions. And one reporter asked her opinion as to what caused the Civil War and Nikki Haley had like a short circuit. It's like, that should be the easiest fucking question. Let me, let me pull that up. Cause, yeah. Found herself in hot water over the weekend because she flubbed her response um, about the Civil War. She says, I think the cause of the Civil War was basically how government was going to run their freedoms and what people could and couldn't do. No. No, it was an issue between states' rights and the federal government. Again, and it was the southern states that wanted to keep their labor. And all. It's a, This is the easiest fucking question. And then she's like, well, of course, slavery was, uh, Civil War was about slavery, and it's a stain on America. And it's like, it was more than that. It was the federal government, the overseeing government, telling states, hey, you can't do this anymore. We're going to take it from you. And the states being like, no, because if you do, there's no backfill. The southern states were mostly agricultural they didn't have enough people if there was a better idea in place maybe they would have been more open to it but it wasn't just about that and and also I mean Lincoln wanted to run as an abolitionist for the longest time but that wouldn't have got sufficient support from the south that wanted to keep their slaves but also they wanted to keep their means of production it's it's not that hard to answer. It's not. But her fucking deer in headlights moment was, was crazy. Oh, and she left out the slavery part. And she tried to get others to answer this. <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm seeing people say it's like, it's not a hard question. She knows better. It says as much as what she thinks about the Republican base voter. Okay, great. Anyways, I'm sure she'll be the next to fall. Krispy uh, Kreme Christie is out. He has so far relinquished his um, bid for the president's presidency. Oh, fun, fun. So let me see here. Looking at my polling data. Yep, we are down to the last four. Trump, DeSantis, Haley, and Vivek. All right. Uh, DeSantis and Haley are neck and neck. DeSantis has 12.1% support. Haley has 11.7. Ramaswamy, Vivek, Ramaswamy has 4.3. And Trump is sailing above them all with 60.4. I, I wouldn't mind another Trump presidency. I'm fine. I'm fine. Stop the hormone pumping. Stop the trans kids, stop the whole gender ideology, reform the schools, 
put a fucking collar and leash on the fucking FBI so they're not going after parents anymore. Just let's let's move forward. This this bullshit is crazy. It is. S close the borders for God's sakes. Whoever takes the helm, whoever takes control of the steering of this ship, close the fucking borders and start deporting. That's it. We can't have repeat offenders crossing over and over, putting our kids' lives at risk, putting women's lives at risk. <laughs> that I, I can't believe that I need to say this so often, and I know, I know, you can yell at me and be like, you don't need to say it, I'm tired of you saying it, but I feel like no one's, no one's paying attention to the, the big picture here. The, the more the more that we allow into this country the more people who refuse to assimilate who refuse to have love for this country who refuse to contribute and make this country better the less of a country we'll be left with the less of a country our children will be left with and you cannot be selfish you cannot fear death like these fucking people do when they're like it's all self-care it's all about me it's, it's like no your time will pass think for the future you know these climate change fuckers do we want to live a better world for our kids then act like it it's not just going green and all that nonsense no it's it's true safety because the <laughs> The biggest threat to the continuation of society, the success of a society, are those within the society who refuse to contribute. You can't just give handouts. You can't just keep printing money. You can't just keep letting inflation and interest rates skyrocket because those who actually work hard for what they have and have love in their heart for this country, they will leave. Fuck. I want to leave. I would love to go and live in the Dominican Republic or Costa Rica and be like, fuck this shit. But no, I have hope left. I hope you do too. We'll see what happens. Anyways, that was Ain't That, uh, Ain't That Some Shit with Emma. Over and out. Hey, this is Sarah from Comics Podcast. If you're enjoying our content, be sure to hit the like and subscribe button. Also, be sure to hit the notification bell to stay up to date with all of our upcoming content.
Thank you.